Book one, surrounded in an unfamiliar gray. Part six. My name's Darwin and I play in Lunotel Veter. After we made it to the refugee camp and we had a peaceful moment to breathe, I was finally able to talk to my new companions. Venetius, now he's an interesting case. A skeletal wizard. He seems on the up and up and hasn't revealed much. But he's interesting nonetheless. We're discussing our best plan to return home when the meatheads, Angel and Brayden, almost got into a fight over imaginary lines. It seems that they are both soldiers for enemy nations back in Titema. Thankfully, an old companion of Venetius was able to break them up before I had any extra work to do. Get into it. Back in the dirty dice, do a broom. Is that what we're doing? I'm your host, Andy. Thanks, Dad. Now we're gonna get back into Dirty Dice Podcast. Do a broom. I'm your host, Andy. <laughs> I'm your host. You're not our host. You're our DM. Same diff. Just hit. The I mean, I mean, button. I am hosting. In my own house. That's true. I guess technically in that regard, you are a host. I did. This is my TV. It's my... Uh, and your abstract art on the wall. And my abstract Actually, that's your art. sister's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's, you know... Still. It's, it's for the room. My my tables. My walls. My ceiling. My lights. My, my blankets. blankets. My time. Hit the play button. <laughs> okay. okay for By sorry. the way, I did pay for part of that TV. You want you to sorry. So it's a kind of a community TV, but yeah, mostly all, yours. Only like two people paid for it. So. it yeah, mostly yours. <laughs> <laughs> I give you the, like the. I have shares. <laughs> I can give you back like the forty dollars I think it was. Did I help pay for that TV? I don't think so. Oh, can I? <laughs> you don't need to. Okay. It's basically just my TV. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I like to keep it that way. <laughs> but let's get back into where we last left off. You guys have made an agreement amongst each other to find a way out of this place. You know it is not the same world you were once in, the world of Titama. But for some of you, there was an in- in- intrinsic curiosity to it. Obviously, it's that never been recorded in books before. And from the sounds of it, it's a one-way trip. You've heard a few mysteries and interesting tidbits about what goes on here, but you haven't experienced any of it outside the pyramid. Which in itself has its own questions. But you guys had gotten your sleep, gained EXP as you thought about the combats you just witnessed. As, as dreaming goes, I guess. And you guys wake up just before sunset, about an hour before. In fact, more specifically, you're woken up by the same dwarf you recognize as Theta, who now has some kind of sled roped to her back and her little wand to her side. She goes, all right, come on now. 
We need to get up. We need to get going now. You guys have plenty of sleep. We're gonna get you all in cards and we're gonna ride out throughout the night and uh, pop halfway tomorrow and we should arrive to White Rune. I hate to be that guy, but could I have done something during the during the rest since I don't sleep? Make quick. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually very quick. Uh, Venetius just takes 10 minutes to cast Mending on his uh, broken thieves' tools and <laughs> fixes them. Okay, fair enough. That's all. All right, you do that, and then you kind of contemplate and think about stuff. Prepare spells, make talismans. Okay. So all of you gather your things. Uh, the little things you have, probably. It's a little thing. And it looks like that a lot of the soldiers are packing what it looks to be crates and barrels and other things to a three-section coat. All, all, all tied like a train, yeah. They, they would call that a train. A, tra a train coat. Because, you know, like semi-trucks when they go down the road? You know, like you have like three of them sometimes all connected together? They still call it a train. But does it go... Boop, boop. I don't think so. A semi-truck does. It, goes, it has an air horn. Just this one, this doesn't have an air horn? It could. It's a coat. Do they have a, uh, somebody with it, it, a bard? This is a fantasy world. Is there a bard? <laughs> Do, does my vocal cords not count as an air horn? I blow air through my vocal cords. This is a fantasy world that of my <laughs> creation. <laughs> and there's no air horns. And there's no <laughs> air horns. <laughs> the wood train is not a thing. It's a dormant wood for ass. You're right. I'm not a fucking clown. Yeah, we're not in the clown one. Okay. Okay. But it is a train of coats. <laughs> yes! Pulled by two massive lizards. Both uh, look to have, like, brown scales with the little bits of red at the ends of them. I'm going to say druid. Roll me a nature check. See if you can identify them. Yeah. Druid. Can the druid roll a nature check? Marks. If you Bucky. desire. Druid. Druid. Heavy quotation marks. I cannot be an idiot and open my dice upside down. Don't wait. Don't rope. It's that one. I was told to use the purple dice. Donkey. Donkey's dying. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. Donkey. I failed that's you. A, that's a two for an eight. I've really, I've well and truly failed you. <laughs> no, no, no. That was not the dice. <laughs> it was not the dice. The dice was like going for my silver one. It was just, it was fated to it be a two. Be. Um, I got a 14. Okay. <gasps> I have a nature check. Just fucking roll. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a check. Believe it or not, I'm trained in that. That's a 16. Okay. I got a four. Uh, for the 16 and the 14, you know it is considered a giant monitor lizard. Very lean. Four legs, uh, almost kind of like a, uh, what's a great example? A monitor lizard. It's kind of like a, uh, snake, but with, like a, like a wide snake with an actual body with four legs, but it has, like, long neck and long tail. I think I know what you're talking so about. So a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really, really thick. It's a thing. giraffe. It's a, a reptile. thick snake. So, did I gravely fail? I got a, I got a four. No. It's a turtle. 
That's a tortoise. <laughs> Very large tortoise. <laughs> that is a tortoise. You're right. It would be a tortoise. W- w- without the shell. Because we're on land. Brayden just sitting at one of the carts, just nods his head and says, Ah, that's a lizard. Sure is, buddy. <laughs> Alright, so... As the other survivors get into the front two carts, along with what appears to be two soldiers, uh, all of you get into the last cart. And joined to join you is Theta and another nameless soldier you haven't met before. Remind me who Theta is again. There was the dwarf lady that was a part of the rescue squad. Okay. Uh, she, she, she steps up and just goes, All right, all of you. So uh, through, through some talking, we've made you guys in the back cart because... Um, well, you know how to fight. The others don't know how to. Um, but even though you do, if something happens, let us handle it, okay? Hmm. There's many things you don't know what's going to happen, and you could be make you could make a mistake before you realize what's really happening. So, we have we have systems and set in place, and they work. I've been doing this for almost a year now, so. Just sit tight, let the professionals take care of this until, and then once you get to right ruin, that's when you can do your own things. I have a question. We're the, you said we're the most capable fighters other than yourselves. Now, does that mean, I don't know what that means, but I was just wondering, should we expect anything to come in from behind us then? Oh, no. I mean... No, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the reason why I put you guys in the back is so you can leave the carts if necessary. The others are kind of difficult. and Also, if something does come from behind us, you guys can defend yourselves. But that is only a precaution. That is not statistically proven or anything like that. It's just, hey, what's the best scenario we can pull here? And you guys are in the back. That's all. I feel like you're foreshadowing. Uh, there's no such thing. We are about to be hit by something. Nothing's, so, nothing's going to hit you guys so, in the back, I swear. Something's about to go horribly wrong. <laughs> Mr. DM, I think I'd like to roll oh. an, um, perception on this one. Can I roll an insight you, like to be a, afraid? A, a sense motive? One of those, yeah. Well, you, I, I rolled it for you. You didn't see my move my hands, but I rolled it for you. It looks perfectly normal. It's safe. <laughs> I didn't see you roll, Mr. DM. I didn't even see you roll again. Listen, I, I knew I knew this question was gonna come up, so before when I, with with some session prepping, I rolled you guys's. I think I'd I think I'd appreciate if you just rolled the dice just to make me feel better. Oh. Things seem to be. Things seem to be uh, like she says. It's a, it's a precaution, nothing more. Mm. Well, if our services are needed. Make the call, and we will assist. I think you gotta say one thing. I don't like the idea of pissing off into the wind. Do you mind if I take a moment to handle a few things before we set off? Uh, I think we'll be taking off about 15 minutes. Uh, okay, I still got some so, side quests in the area I gotta complete. Okay, well, as long as, long as you do that, it'll, we'll, we'll be paused here, so... Skyrim logic, let's go. Rules <laughs> ending, let me go eat Witcher 3 loaves. logic, let's go. <laughs> oh my god, my daughter's in danger? Let me go help hood some cow. This Coca-Cola is gonna fuck me. When are you not fucked? 
Can you actually eat something that doesn't fuck you? It's possible. I, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. What the fuck was that? Was right. it on mic? Alright, Brayden, what exactly are you doing? Brayden's gonna try, and... He's gonna go over to the stand on the side of the... The wheel. Of okay. the cart. There were soldiers all around, by the way. That's fine. Which wheel? He's gonna pull out his... He's gonna pull out his little bandit, and he's gonna try and... Do a little bit of business next to the next to the wheel. You're gonna piss next to the wheel. I'm gonna piss next to the wheel. Soldier goes, "Hey, hey, bud, uh, can you do that over there, and not stink up the whole fucking coat?" I can point in the other direction. Yeah, just other direction is not on the fucking wheel, please. All right. Um. Brain's gonna just like, just like, just kind of like you know, no longer like you know, just like, just like <laughs> trying to like. Be kind of obscure about it. He's just gonna kind of turn around. Obviously, pants pulled up and all. He's like, "All right, I can." I mean, I mean, I can always piss like where everyone can see. But I mean, okay, never mind. I was, I was a bit weird. You have a good day, and I'm gonna try to get into the next cart ahead. Why did you have to specify? He watches. They're still pulled. <laughs> You're gonna try to get into the second, the second coat. Yes. You want to will st- uh, You want to do a stealth that? Yes. I'll let you will the stealth. <laughs> Wait, so you're just trying to get into a different car? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's trying to basically sleaze his way up into the safer car. <clears throat> uh, mm. Is it really safer? Mm. Yes. I'm going to halfway. Oh, fuck. Do I want to get my I would consider it safer. Okay. Woo! Wow. Halfling hero point. Let's go. Let's go. What'd you get? 22. Okay. Hey, Ziki. Hmm. You know that one ability you have where I can re-roll any of your fucking d20s? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say re-roll it. <laughs> what is that, by the way? He has a receipt. It's like a... Like, Even higher. <laughs> Profit's fortune or something. 25. You're kidding All right. I tried. Thanks, DA. <laughs> I, I had to do it now, yeah. so I was gonna use it. Can you just grab my luck, please? Real quick. Okay, yeah. Um, I need your fort reflex and will bonuses. Oh. Oh, oh and Don, can, can double check <laughs> if your two, five, and eight were good? Your heart stopped. Two, five, and eight uh, are good. My heart stopped for a second. When you asked that, I thought I was taking making three will saves, like three different saves. Like, <laughs> how? How trapped is this car? <laughs> Imagine walking I every save. Walking into something. Every Gas, save. a fireball, and a command. <laughs> God. Command Glyphwood. So you're okay, but all the civilians are dead. <laughs> you pulled a grenade that was strapped to the car. <laughs> right. Why was it there? What 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 is it though? Um uh sixteen. Eight and four. The, no. What? Six, eight, and four. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. It's a nice fort. So six fort, eight reflex, four wheel. Six fort. Eight reflex. Oh, you, yeah, you got it. Never mind. Christ. <laughs> I'm the only one who heard 16. No, I'm, no, I'm just yeah, gaslighting you. you. Oh, God. <clears throat> Lit. All right. You sneak on to the second coat, and you hide behind one of the barrels. You notice the lady in front of you just kind of notices, notices you do that, but doesn't pay you much mind. The oh. other soldiers don't seem to care. It is kind of crowded here. Sorry, I had to take a piss. They just don't care, uh, basically. 
<laughs> they they look to be lost in their own thought. Lot to think um, about. Now here's the thing. Um, the coats all kind of visible throughout. There wasn't exactly a door or like a curtain. So They're not you probably covered have wagons. to. You probably have to. They are covered wagons, but okay. only on the top. Interesting. Burton's gonna. Just, he's gonna pick his. He's gonna take his shirt off. And he's gonna wrap it around his head. And he's just kind of like. Impromptu disguise. You want you want to do a, a disguise thing? Okay. Well, no, that sort of disguise. I guess it kind of counts as disguise. He's just trying to kind of hide his face. I'm gonna say just won't be a deception check. Yeah, Giuseppe. <laughs> what? Unfucking touchable. Are you telling me that this character is not only lucky mechanically, but literally? 21. Yeah. To hide my shit. Alright. I mean, to hide my face. Based off passive perception, none of you notice that Brain doesn't get back on the car. I mean, you guys notice he doesn't get back on the car, but he's literally like maybe two feet from you, and you don't even notice. It's just a fucking dude with his shirt off. It's also wrapped above his head. No, I actually love the idea. He just took his shirt off and no one recognizes him. He's like, wait! <laughs> For a combat, heavily combat trained, you know, monk, Angel sure doesn't notice shit. <laughs> Fair enough. That's great. Nobody is without their flaws. I have to. Thank you very much. I have officially broken <laughs> Brayden's character. I just handed Zeke a four leaf clover. You know what happens that uh, if you give too much luck to somebody, they combust? That is possible. So about that might be the plan. It's getting hot. That here. might be the plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a liar, Amadeus. Your pants catch on fire, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But if Tell you burn too bright, you catch on fire. Not just your pants. You. Tell a lie. Yeah, well, wouldn't it be okay, cool to okay, be the Okay, okay, please. Let us continue. I, I have goals yeah, <laughs> that I, I want to get to today. Goals. I'm wearing ladies' underwear. So uh, as everything is set up, um, you see that the, the final soldier puts uh, something on the coat, uh, lifts up like the gate, kind of like the back of a truck, makes sure that it clicks together. Then uh, you actually recognize him as Hobart, the one of the the fellows that was the one with the crossbow that helped you out of the pyramid. Oh. And he just goes, "All right, Theta, I'll be." Uh, I'll be in the North Squad for scouting, so you take care of the back here, okay? She goes, All right, cutie, you can do you. And then uh, he goes to turn away, and you see Theta reach over and pinch his butt. Wow. And you see him kind of like gallop a little bit from that. Ooh, that's a good description. And then he just she just kind of turns around and starts giggling and goes, <laughs> He has a 10 foot leap. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, she has a feet for this. Quick jump. <laughs> She just kind of turns around and just goes, Oh, it's just my husband. Don't worry about it. I see, I see. I thought perhaps, um, you had some other sort of special relationship. Nah, nah, just the normal kind between a husband and a wife. You right. see, uh, this will be, uh, we do another two more missions after this, and then we'll be done with the rescue squad. Then we'll be moving to, uh, the capital city. Does everybody who can fight get pulled into the ranks of these rescue squads and whatnot? Um, for the sake of joining the Empire, uh, if you wish to move on to capital defense, you need to be able to uh, have one year experience at, at uh, de desert travel 
and we decided to pick for rescue squad. That could be transporting people, or that could be dealing with the pyramid, or exploring the the, uh, the precursor dunes. You know, any of these things can uh, all ma they all matter, but uh, you know, I uh, I think it's quite fun actually. As long as everyone uh, follows procedure, nothing really goes wrong, because uh, uh, we have this all planned out, you know? I haven't had a incident in a long time. <laughs> they're married, and they're two weeks from retirement. <laughs> I hate how much foreshadowing. There's a monologue about how happy she is. She's going to die. Okay, so we're taking bets. Husband or wife, who's dying first? No. Oh. <laughs> I bet you one hero point. The husband dies. Oh my oh, god. Oh, which we have a hero point, don't we? Yeah. <clears throat> oh god. Remember, it doesn't stack. I know. Say, so yeah. is this the only tomb that you travel to? Uh, there's, this is the only one that does have people who are transported, yes. You want to wager that? I'm not giving you my hero point. <laughs> Alright. Please don't shit in this tiny room. The coats begin to move. As all the precautions are set, you as the the travel starts, the cart moves at a relatively faster pace than you're expecting. These lizards don't seem to have much issues with the sand itself. Doing that you special also, lizard scramble. You also did notice that these uh, wheels that they have, uh, made from steel, uh, are spiked, kind of like uh, when you have spikes on a tire. To, to, to keep a little bit of traction going. Helps it keep them sliding down to dune. You notice that the uh, other soldiers begin to scatter a little bit. Some of them riding these boards, these uh, sleds even. These sleds seem to move on their own as they just kind of move over the dunes and just kind of scout around the area. A good half a mile away at least. It's pretty fucking awesome. And you see them in all, all sides of you, all eight directions, there, there's a scout looking out for something. Wait a minute. They're on these boards, right? Mm -hmm. How are they powered? Like, how are they moving? They just seem to move on their own. Those awesome. are like magical fucking... Snowboards? Sandboards. That okay. Dune boarding. You know, you know Theta has one on her back. Where do I get one of those? Do I see this too? I need yeah. City. Good to know. Uh, but the night progresses, or at least the, the sun finally sets back into the night you've seen the previous night. The moon, no longer having a blue tint to it, uh, still mostly full, but you notice that it is start starting to shrink down into, um, what's, what's the word? It's waning. Yeah, I think that's the word. Waning. Swaining, yeah. It's is swaining. it a swaining? croissant moon? It's waning. No, it's waning. It's waning. It's waning. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's uh, it, it's reducing. It's reducing. <laughs> you know, I bet Xander would know all it's of the slimming. moon face. See, I did. Waxing didn't. is when it grows because you add layers of wax to something. I know when it's waxing, oh. waning, but I'm sure he would be able to tell you I, about what like specific phase. I did remember because me and Xander took the same fucking class, yeah, but yeah. the moon was the most. <sighs> Disinterested part I had in like, the whole, you know, a waning proboscis. I don't fucking know what the that's hell you're not, talking that's about. That's not an actual moon phase. You don't know what a waning proboscis is? 
I know what waiting Tobuscus is. I know what a waning session is. Can we continue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yes, not the, yeah. I'm not the one talking about waning Before and waxing. Too far into things, Eluna will hand some vials out to her compatriots. Venetius gets the same vial he did the last time. It's just a thick, like, dark brown sludge. Elixir of life. Take it if you're injured. Thank yep. you. Angel. There's two elixirs of life. Thick brown sludge. Other than a really thin black liquid. Take this if you get into a fight. It'll help you take a few extra hits and allow you to apply a little bit of extra force. Or Juggernaut Mutagen. But where was Bladen? That's a solid question. I didn't see him fuck off, so I assume he's somewhere. Angel he's not does. here. Thank you. You Bladen. don't have your elixirs because you fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> there are consequences for your actions. Friends, like kind of like peeking his head out from behind the cart and like on the rails behind the rail of the cart, and just like, <sighs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I also have one quick thing I'd like to do as we begin to to travel. Um, Finish is gonna call Angel over. Could I take a look at your um, hand wraps for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a long drawn out look for a minute with her same sort of blank expression may I ask why well I've seen the way you fight and I am studied in the arts of Tinkering with outcomes. I could give you something that might make those brutal blows a bit more brutal. As he starts to pull out a, um, this little, like, black claw about, like, four inches long with a, um, a hole drilled in the end of it. Not drilled, but whittled, I suppose. She hesitates for a moment. Very well. She begins to unwrap her left hand first. Oh, no need. <laughs> he sort of takes your hand and starts to, um, he spends ten minutes, like, almost sewing this claw in between the wrappings. Ooh. And he explains, if you land, um, a critical blow, you can focus on this here claw and it will make it just slightly more brutal. Give it a try if you lend such a hit. Thank you very much. I appreciate the strategic advantage. You're most welcome. I love the love the idea of the wizard that's just like, he has you know, the power of just mysterious and wonderful things that he just happens to have on him. Oh yeah. Did you say that from the other coat? No, it's out of character. I sink back down. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you said that in character voice. Pops his head over. Look at that. Was trying to practice the voice. Yeah, listen, Zeke, Zeke here is just really sticks to that voice. You know, <laughs> I like to stay in character. Venus just probably like utters a few incantations once the um, the claw is properly sewn in there, and then um, you see he proceeds to also spend that that same ten minute window um, weaving those dried leaves around his wrist again. I like the match that's kind of like a cat claw, it's kind of like hooked in, like it kind of hooks inward. Alright. We got it, our talismans affixed. A little talisman affixed to your gloves. 
And uh, Venetius will position himself if he can. I, I would like to have a spot on the end of the cart, like just at the absolute back, probably next to Theta, I imagine. He's positioning himself so he's in sort of a lookout point. Okay. So, the night goes on as you guys keep yourself busy, to say the least. Uh, Theta starts to speak up and just goes, So, uh, all of you, what's your, what's your stories? Well, I don't need to tell me anything. I'm I'm just bored. I'm I'm a traveler from. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Where am I from? Lucanir. Lucanir. I'm a, I'm a traveler from Lucanir. I um. I searched through ruins and whatnot, trying to find interesting baubles and magical um artifacts. I suppose. Twas. It was and still is a passion of mine. Huh. So you're saying that Tatema uh, is full of some weird stuff? You could say so. Yeah, well, I've never quite been there myself. Oh, you were, you were born here? Mm, I was born here, yeah. And you find that most people uh, here are not born here. Oh. A lot of... Uh, a lot of idons like you, you folk are, uh, uh, well, they don't last long. Good to know. Not, not many people can adapt to change, and one thing leads to another, and they might get exiled and never seen again. Speaking of adapting, you wouldn't know anyone that um, is an expert in this land, would you, that... I might be able to talk to once we arrive in town. Oh, and I'm sure you can, if you come across the library, you find people there. There's, there's guilds, there's people, there's, there's groups, adventurers. Uh, you, you have to pay to get in there, of course, but... I see, I see. I'm sure you guys would have enough money, especially if you sell a thing or two. Uh, most important thing in my advice is to find work as soon as you can. Uh, it's kind of populated in White Rune. Good to know. The, uh, we haven't... Well, it's it's hard to make money. And in order to travel to someplace else, you need to pay for escort, and it's expensive, and... A lot of people just stay there. It's... Well, I'd say that city's the one with most idons in it. Most people who come from the pyramid go there. I look forward to becoming acquainted with... What did you say this town was called? White Rune. White Rune? Uh, so it's with an R. White Rune. Yeah. R-I-T-E. And then Rune. Deeply and humbly apologize. Dude. <laughs> it's my whole fucking life. Yeah. It's my issue. But that's it's fair. <laughs> it's I literally made this name and I was dreading saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you make the name? I love the name. <laughs> it is a good name. I can't <laughs> say I that. I have a list. Skyrim every time you say it. Uh, what? Oh. Oh, like White Run? White Run? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. White Rune. <laughs> White Rune. <laughs> that actually did sound a lot better. 
I have to really focus. <laughs> and I probably fucked up that one. Anyways. That's okay. For the listeners, you probably noticed I have a little bit of a speech impediment. It kind of comes off as a dialect or a British accent, but it is what it is. I, I don't think you're British. Everyone calls me British. <laughs> really? really? Everyone's like, hey, are you from Britain? I'm like, no. Carrying on, um, Phoenicius will, will add into the conversation. Um, believe it or not, uh, definitely going to need some learning on how this land operates. Uh, well, most of it is just survival tricks. Rangers definitely uh, have been very nice. Uh, then you got to worry about the politics and cities, and there's so many different types of cities, especially ones not a part of the Empire. Those ones are unique. Uh, if you can, avoid uh, Sumaya. Uh, that city is quite infamous. Uh, the, the, the slave traders, basically. I mean, the most important thing is... Uh, you just gotta talk to people, I think. All walks of life walk you now. Any kind of um, previous history you've had or uh, qualms you have with people, everyone's changed here. At least that's what they say. It's living in a new world entirely, and you have to adapt to it. It is certainly an interesting concept. Uh Land of second chances, if you will. That's what the Empire kind of preaches. The whole uh, scheme is about rebirth. And that's what they suggest. They don't judge you based off your previous crimes or anything like that. They only judge you based off of like a like you were a brand new baby. Hmm. Though, of course, pragmatically speaking, many people are... Uh, St still have grudges and societal or cultural differences still happen in white Rune, there are different districts with ambassadors in each of them and these districts are supposed to represent uh, the different cultures of Titema I don't know how effective it is but I hear a lot of complaints especially since we're so crowded speaking of your other factions in this world, you wouldn't happen to know one calling itself the Black Guard, would you? There's no, never, never heard of that. Alright. Is that something from Titama? That it is. Um, do you know of the, the Dro in that tomb? I don't know what Dro are. Uh, Elves, but dark. The oh, the dark-skinned elves. Yes, they live in dark places. Okay, okay. I remember. I, okay, I know what you're talking about. The symbols that they bear of the spider are an affiliation with a group called the Blackguard from Titema. To my understanding, they... They are a witch cult. Well, you're talking over my ears. I have no idea what anything about the Blackguard. Which means they're probably not a problem. It tells me that they are probably isolated to just that tomb. Oh yeah, many things are. It's a very massive tomb and portals are all, all over the dang place. Uh, I've heard rumors of a dragon in there once, but... Of course, they could have just been hallucinating, or it could have been a spell. 
Hallucinating. Oh, you know. In highly stressful situations, people tend to lose their minds a little bit, if you, you could say. Mm. Also various fungi. We did see some strange funguses and moss. Oh, yeah. Those are poisonous. Poisons often lead to hallucinations. Nothing common. We saw weird mushrooms? No, we saw weird, quote-unquote, Oh, the, fu the fuzzy thing. The fuzzy. Yeah, I don't want to mess with the fuzzy thing. I don't like fuzzy. No. I don't like fuzzy things on the ground at all. It's like mold. Ugh. Ugh. That's yeah. fungus. It's a fungus among us. The quiet, cloudy night drags on. The cold wind occasionally breaches through the holes of the sheet on the coat. The sheets on the coat. The other survivors on the coat are fast asleep. And Theta is humming a tune as she writes down something in her journal. The giant lizards pulling the coat haven't slowed down yet. And the torches in the distance show up every once in a while between the passing of dunes. The peacefulness starts to make you feel drowsy. Before you lose consciousness, you hear a distant shout of someone, sh of someone shouting. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Proofreading. I did proofread. I just <laughs> missed it three times. <laughs> missed it three times. Though it is too far away to distinguish. Theta stops humming and instantly looks out the window. Well, I guess the back of the coat. I'm proofreading, you know? Yeah. The hole. The hole. <laughs> the, port, the port window in the side of this car. As you all follow her gaze... The silhouette of a large creature appears on the top of a dune behind you. This creature you see is on all fours, its back lifted and with what looks like spi a spiky spine sticking up higher. Most prominently, there were two appendages coming out of the upper back. Bony and thin, they almost resemble wings with no feathers. They are flung in front of the creature, digging into the sand. Twitching. The wings leave the sand, and you see that they end at a sharp point. The mouth of the creature opens up, and its sharp teeth shows. After but a moment, you see some liquid dripping from the teeth. A flash of light emerges from the moon as the clouds part way, and you see more of this creature. It doesn't have skin just muscle and bone. It has bolts sticking out of its flesh, and it looks like that liquid was blood. But the blood did not come from its teeth. The blood is coming from the fresh human skin it is wearing on its head. You hear one of the nearby soldiers scream, What the hell happened to Richards? and bolts begin to fly at this creature. The few bolts that do hit it barely sink in, but this, this skinless creature doesn't flinch. It only looks at the cart. You are, all, you are all in. At this point, the other people in the cart are awake and panicking. Carts, I should say. The creature starts to sprint towards the cart, but before it can make it 15 feet, a ray of frost hits it in the face. The creature staggers from the blast and stops its momentum. The way came from your cart, and you turn to see who shot it. It was Theta, who is wide-eyed and begins to cry. 
Don't do anything. She whispers. She then jumps out of the coat with her sled and starts blasting more rare frosts at the creature. This seems to agitate it, and it alters course from the coat and heads straight to Theta. Theta is quick, however. Her sled seems to magically pull itself through the sand and propels her over the next dune. Soon the skinless monster follows her over until it is also out of sight, and it grows quiet. Some time passes until one of the soldiers gives out the all clear. Once that happens, some footsteps approach the coat. Before you can see who it is, a voice can be heard. That was a close one, eh, Theta? When the source of the voice reaches the coat, you can all see it was Harold, whose, Im whose immediately confused face scans around the coat. Where's Theta? She told us to stay down and be quiet before she distracted the beast. Those were her magic shots. Uh, wait, so, what? Wh where'd she go? She led it away. You, you point? Yeah, point. Okay. <laughs> point over the dune. She goes, um, the, 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 the almond followed her? It appeared to. It really did not like the blasts of coal Tato was throwing out. You see as, as Harold uh, kind of leans up against the cart, the cart has at this point stopped moving. He leans over and just kind of begins to breathe heavily. So it's like wipe the sweat off of his forehead as I do mine. <laughs> and without a wood he climbs up on the coat and just kind of sits down uh, with the back of it still kicked out he just looks out behind and he remains quiet as he just stares at what he assumes is the footprints and the sled that leads back to where Theta was the quiet night continues, but this time there was no relaxing sleep. The next half of the night, you get enough sleep for full rest, and you all gain 40 experience points for witnessing. Could I have, real quick, just back, back up a little bit? So while we're going on the cart, just a little bit after this encounter. Angel will pipe up. She's, she asks, um, what's his name? Richard? Harold. Harold. Richards okay. is the man that disappeared. Where the hell was Richards? Is... The dead one? He could be dead. Yeah, the, the possibly skinned man. <laughs> I was going to say, oh. I think part of him's on that creature. <laughs> <laughs> we found him. not that much of a mystery. <laughs> he looked pretty fresh. Um, so Harold. The husband of... Mm -hmm. What's her name? Theta. Theta. You might want to write this down. Listen. <laughs> You're too much to type. That's true. You have notebooks. That's pretty much spell two in the moment to take notes. So, <laughs> Angel pipes up. Harold. He doesn't acknowledge you, but doesn't seem to be flat at ignoring you. 
What is the protocol for handling these things? It just seems odd to me to abandon an ally. You see he doesn't respond, but the other soldier in the coat, who you haven't even been introduced to, who hasn't said much, like a quiet gentleman, and he goes up and goes, again, uh, like, uh, waves you over to him to get away from Harold. He just goes, in the protocol, an almond gets past the scouts. One of us need to distract it. Doesn't end well. Sort of a martyr situation. Yeah, pretty much. Well. Unless she can... I mean... <laughs> the chances of her making it is... Less than 1%, I'd say. On just by herself. Miles away from any town or settlement. Though unfortunate... It was for the good of the people. Yeah, it's best not to talk to him right now. He does appear to be in shock. Yeah. Well. Definitely uh, keep this a secret from people in town. We definitely don't want to spread fear. You seem to be a soldier yourself. Understood. He kind of goes back to his post. Good question, Andy. Okay. From our witnessing, that we got 40 XP from, could I gauge how fast that creature moves? Like he, he Roll said me a perception a, check. Okay, because he said, he said right. there was like a low chance she'd survive. And honestly, in my mind, it kind of comes down to like the possibility of outrunning it. And what the chances of that might be. I feel like Yuluna would be on the same line of thinking. How fast do I need to go to get the fuck away from that thing? Perception. Roll better than me. I want to roll. Do it. Dirty 20. 15. 7. <laughs> no. Uh, you two. Uh, for Iluna and Angel. You get the sense that. At least 30 feet. Maybe faster. Sounds outrunnable. It's decent. Yeah. But it's not... With our movement speed? An <laughs> average yeah. person, they're boned. But she was riding a board that goes fast, she, I would assume. She was riding a sled. Well, I remember the hard Listen, part is... Listen, uh, all I gotta say is the rule of cinema, if they don't die on screen, they didn't die. No. You say that, <laughs> but I have killed many people off screen. <laughs> but do do That's remember, they have mentioned how the moment you were alone. Or did I? Parts, wink, wink. It's not a good moment. It's true. Most stragglers do not come back. Anyway, Luna would be like after, right after she left, she would be fingering her scroll case and just staring out at the dunes, debating. Just do I go? And she probably holds that pose and holds that moment for quite a while. Please. All right. Well, the 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 whole the whole cult becomes quiet, more so than before. 
a lot of the people in the cards can't seem to get a wink of sleep, but all of you, scared or not, are able to at least get enough rest to get the full rest, so obviously it doesn't matter, you didn't really do anything, but 40 XP, there you go. Obviously we didn't do anything. Brayden's gonna look at one of the characters inside the cart. Just anybody. Your cart? My cart, yeah. Okay. Cart there. He's gonna look at one that looks like he might be in good spirits. <laughs> anybody. Good spirits? I'll take anybody. Okay, I uh, you, you, you I actually see somebody in the cart has good spirits. Really? Average Joe. He just Sounds walks out. Like I'm gonna crawl over to him like, hey, I'm just like just crawling over to him like just <laughs> on my hands and knees, just like through the crowd. <laughs> just keep uh, going like, hey, uh, hey uh, what's up? Not much. You seem like you're having good spirits. I assume you're new here. <laughs> well, yeah, actually. Um. They seem, they seem well protected. These people are looking after me, so. Yeah, they have, a, they have, they have, a, they do that. They're good people, and so am I. But uh, you seem like an average mo myself. Uh, you know, what all interesting is those three folk over there. I talked to them yesterday, and they were quite rude to me, honestly. Yeah, they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, they did some pretty shitty things to me too. I, I can understand that. Who are you? Um, name's Joe. No shit, me too, bud. <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you, Joe Braden. Joe Braden? I'm Joe Mob. Punches him. Alright, you can call me Joma. Uh, good to meet you, Joma. This guy's such a man. I'll be honest. I'm kind of eager to start a new life myself. I am too. I. It's kind of funny. I didn't come with anything on me other than you know what I pulled, what I was able to scavenge inside the pyramid. How about yourself? So hold on. Did you say actually Joe Braden is what you call it? Joe Braden. Okay. Okay. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> this goes. I said, "What's your question?" Repeat that. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, did you come here with anything? I mean. Just out of curiosity's sake, I wasn't able to find anything other than, like, what I could find off the ground inside the... Uh, not but the, the clothes on my back and the uh, dagger I have on my side. What kind of dagger you have? And he pulls out. An average-looking dagger. I mainly use it for, like, hunting purposes and stuff. Mm. For skinning, if I need to. That's a good knife. It's good to have protection. Yeah. I found this little guy. I put down my prawn and put my prawn what the hell? What is this? I have no idea what it is. But. <laughs> I don't suppose. Have you met anybody on here that might have some both on them? We could. Like, uh, on the cart, you say? On the cart. It seems like some of us come on, get on here and come unlucky. Others, like us, don't really get much. Which is understandable, but... I think I get what you're playing at. Maybe we could, like... Introduce ourselves. How about we do this? There's someone I know in the first coat. Lady. She seems to be in a more finer dress. She had a little, little satchel on her. Pretty sure I heard some rattling earlier from it. How about you go talk to her, and I'll swipe it. 
I'm gonna roll sense motive on this guy. Okay. Let's see. I have your perception actually. Braden goes back to jail. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Baby's first prison sentence. <laughs> yes, a fresh start. Uh, you cannot <laughs> get you cannot get a read on his emo- on what he's his intentions though. Oh, I don't mean anything like stealing. I just gotta. I was just thinking maybe we could convince someone of more easier circumstances. I give him a dice. You want chump change? Or you just want to gamble? Well, a couple friends. Well, people in the back probably got some money. Yeah, you should go talk to <laughs> For some dice? Well, for some dice. I know a few little... I know a few tricks with a little bit of dice, and I kind of like try to reveal my dice with this cop between my fingers. Well, sounds like a good plan for yourself. But no thanks, I am not interested. But you think that you can... I'm gonna look around make sure no one's listening. No one's listening. Okay. We could give it a shot. Um, but... Listen, no offense, Joe Baden. I don't play for small game. Alright. I can talk to her. When the cart stops. Might be a while. Maybe once we get inside the city, we can tail her a bit. the way you think. Let's get to know each other while we wait. What do you have in mind? Oh. You seem to have a bit of a history. I've, uh, learned how to survive on the streets is all. So have I. Oh. I suppose that's why you're so happy to be here. I'm just not a depressed little fuck like all these other people. Yeah. I've seen worse shit than this. In this case, I actually have food and water. And he takes a bite of his jerky. I don't suppose you got some of that extra. I'm just fucking sitting in the crates around you, bud. I start fishing around. Nice folly. <laughs> just uh, pre-served foods stored inside. Well, a bit about myself. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. I was. In some deep water before I left. I'm gonna show off my the the, the probably the, the marking where the manacle had like left on my wrist. You show him your yeah simple okay. He just looks at him and goes, "That's cool." No, my wrist. What or, about my more manacles are probably rubbed into? Oh, you still shackled? No, I assume. Oh wait, they probably be gone by now. You do, you do the, still I, have I, that I, chain. I would have treated your wounds. Oh, that's right. I still have a, I still have a shackle on me. I would say they no. probably would have taken those off. Oh, they probably okay. had the tools to just... You never said they took them off. I'm going to say right now they did. Oh. They look at it like, oh, somebody broke a lockpick in here. Now, <laughs> 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 well, well, never mind then. I was a prisoner. So I'm definitely lucky to be here instead of... Or where the hell else is going to happen to me? A prisoner, you say? Yeah. What'd you get caught doing? Stealing? Doing the wrong thing. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Alright. Were were you wrongfully convicted? No. Then, yeah, you did something wrong. 
<laughs> you, you insulted my intelligence? Come on. I, I know I'm insulting your intelligence. Stop saying the damn obvious. Anyways, how do you all get? How did you get caught up in all that? Sweet what bullshit. stealing? Yeah. How to look after my little sister? Didn't have no parents, no nothing. I did have a father. He's abusive, fuck though. <laughs> I used to have a father just like that. A sister too. Cause I understand where you're coming from. Most certainly. All right. All right. So we're doing this or what? All right, let's stop talking then. Until we'll, we'll have a wand of you, a, a wand, wand of, wand of, wand of. I'm having troubles. Today's just not your day. No, I'm also really hot right now. I'm. Just, I I really need a break. It's so stuffy in here. Can we air out the room for like? Five, ten minutes? I think we should get a space heater in here. <laughs> a space... I don't care. It's, it's not the heat that's getting uh, to me right now. Out. It's the okay. stuffy, stale air. Alright, I will say. Let's, uh... So, you uh, step away from this man. And he gives you a place to meet up with him again. Uh, he said... Probably where the coat stops. Is what he said. So wherever that that building might be, where they park the carts, meet him up there again, once things settle down. And then they'll, they'll, they'll go. Then he'll go over the plan with you. He probably he probably trail her, as and then come back to you. So uh, he does say one day afterwards. So exactly 24 hours after you park. So besides that though. The night. Can you? You have not silenced your phone. I turned it off. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't. There's one way to silence it, I suppose. <laughs> silence, fool. All right. As the night comes to an end, and the sun rises to the day, all of you travel for what appears to be another half day. This time, though, without having proper shading, and in some cases, uh, the the sheets on the cart doesn't cover the sunlight. You can tell it is excruciatingly hot. We're talking over 110 degrees. What do we um? What do we see as we travel? Is it just like endless dunes? Just endless dunes. Totally devoid of life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yuna spends a lot of time staring at the stars trying to get her bearings. This whole time, to to navigate. the okay. scouts are still out there hmm. making rounds. Oh, fuck. I forgot to do something. Oops. No, the stars are out, aren't they? I was just asking because... No, it's uh, daytime now. Damn it. I was just asking because Venetia is like... As we travel, just nonstop, he's he's playing scout, just looking out at the dunes, seeing if there's anything to see. Probably when that um, when that attack happened, 
You guys probably saw some, like, sparks between the, uh, start to fly between his hands before he, like, dismisses it and just continues to watch without much reaction. The passive observer. He's just playing Sentinel right now. <laughs> Alright, but you guys... Actually, I have a question. What's up? Can I still do my daily preparation? Preparations? Daily preparation. As in, like, morning routine? Yes, everyone does that. Alright. Then I can't do it. Wait, what are you doing? I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna hold on to my little cross, and I'm gonna pray to whatever might be looking after me. Okay. Make a soft prayer to your guardian angel. <laughs> All right. The coat. After another half day of travel, finally comes to a stop. And as all of you look out your cart in front of you, you see the town of White Room. And that is where the end of the episode of Dirty Dice Do a Boom. Hope you enjoyed. Hey there. So you're still here? Well, by the gods, I can't happen to believe it. Oh, I'm telling. Go on. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting. Oh, you're not getting there fast enough, you slug. Settle down. All right. Turns out not everyone's happy with what I said. A few of the locals are starting to get riled up. And they want me to get more information about all the wonderful things we have in store. So if you like our content, please check out Michael Gelfie's studio. His band cam... His Patreon, his Spotify, and his YouTube. He helps us out with a lot of the material that we use, and we could not give you the same quality of life as we could without him. He's a really special man, and a lot of his content's really cheap, giving back to the world in the way that it should. So please take a moment and show all your love and support to Michael Gelfie and all his hard work. He really makes the tabletop feel alive, and also helps us give that expression to our world as well. You forgot to tell him about Dash 30, you overstuffed pigeon. All right, all right, now just settle down. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Don't worry about it. And please also do credit to the man that makes our intro music for us, Dash 30. And be sure to check hey, out our... tell us pig nose. Wait a minute, what? Tell the pig nosed orcs that we're coming for him. Well, I'm gonna say that. Well, you should, it's important. Well, if it's so damn important to you, you Tarlidian bootlickers can come over here and do it. Oh, shit. All right, I gotta go. Leave a rating, tell a friend, and word of mouth is underrated.